0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Hardcore Mortgage and Business Podcast. Today is Tuesday. I lied already. Today's Wednesday, January 26th. It is 11.35. We're doing our podcast a little later in the day uh, these days on Wednesday morning for the next uh, two, three weeks, and we'll get back to 11 o'clock. We'll see what's going on. It is a beautiful day in the Motor City. It was only three degrees out when I walked the dog this morning, but I'm glad to be joined by... Miss Becky Alley back from sunny, warm Hawaii. Becky, welcome back.
1: Yay. I'm so excited. I feel energized. I feel one with the three degrees as well. Um, I like snowboarding, so I it was I wasn't minding coming back to the snow it gave me something to look forward to, but I'm so happy to be back. I feel recharged and I'm very grateful.
0: Well, welcome back and we appreciate you. And also with us, the Google, the office, the credit queen. Lisa Lawson. Hi, Lisa.
2: Morning, everybody.
0: And the host with the most hardcore mortgage real estate business show heard uh, every Saturday morning from nine to ten on 97.1, Mister Harvey
3: Freed. Hey, Harve. Hello, everybody. Do I look smarter with my glasses? My new glasses. Because I'm Keep going, to- buddy. Keep, Keep going, smartness.
1: Keep going, just,
0: thanks, Harry. Keep going. I, I like it. Keep going. Don't. Hey, don't <laughs> stop there now, buddy. Don't stop there. Um, everybody, let's let's dive right into it. Uh, we welcome back, Becky. It's three degrees out. We're sitting here. It's the middle of the winter in Michigan. But you want to know something? Home sales are projected to be strong this year, not only in 2022, but next year as well, as previously discussed. Anybody who's listened to the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show every Saturday morning or tuned into the podcast knows that we try to stay in front of things we try to read the trends we're in the streets every day and Becky I'm going to start with you you're first up right now when you came back well first of all when you left you left the flurry of business when you're on vacation you still were doing business so tell me what you came back to
1: um well um fortunately I have um, a great support staff around me Lisa being one of them you being another Harvey obviously um that allowed me to make sure that my clients and our clients didn't miss a beat. So even though I might not have had a laptop right with me at all times, because everyone knows I do not take time off ever. And it was um, justified this time. But anyway, it was nice to be able to sustain that. But to your point, yes, I left with the market being hot. It was a little bit, you know, a lull because of the holidays, but literally it was, you know, Uh, January 3rd, we are right back into it and the market is going to continue to be the way that it was in 2021. Um, I have two buyers, one of which lost out on a property just last night over a property or an offer that came in $75,000 over asking silly like you can't even compete with it it was just habit right at that point you go with your bad self and you have that property but we are going to continue to see what you know we've saw in the past where it's winter people are serious and they are going to fight for these
0: properties and that's in the middle of winter time becky as you just mentioned and lisa lawson Freddie Mac, yeah freddie Mac, lisa lawson reports the forecast for 2022 and 2023 it's going to go crazy still because of supply and demand. I know that you're feeling the same thing. You're working in the streets with realtors every day. How's the inventory out there, though?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of, we've said this before, the stuff that's been out there that's been in the market for a long time, usually there's something wrong. It's had an inspection, it needs some issues, or it's grossly overpriced for people are you know pricing it above and beyond top of the market, something that should have been maybe priced, say, 400. Someone's like, I'm going to put it out there for 475 and see what happens. Well, then nothing happens. No one's looking at it. So we still have that end. But the other end is people who are aggressively pricing it, working with their agents, figuring out what the comps are, pricing it per the market. Those are the ones who are getting multiple offers. Like Becky said, you know, people are going in above and beyond. Um, you know, they're having these showings. They're like, there's 30, 40 showings in a weekend and they're getting six, seven, eight offers. Um, you know, and, and they're very aggressive and they usually come out, you know, well over asking in the end.
0: Yeah. Hey, Harvey Freed yesterday. Did Harvey leave? No, I'm here. I just got a call coming in. I'm OK. OK, so what are we doing here, Harv? All right. So anyways, <laughs> Harvey Freed, yesterday we were blessed to be on Channel 7. I don't know if anybody watched the five o'clock news, but they did a whole segment and we were lucky enough to be included on their segment. And they were talking about specifically the appreciation of homes in the city of Detroit. Now we know nationwide last year, the appreciation rate nationwide was anywhere between 18 and 20%. Some areas higher, some areas lower, but in certain parts of the city of Detroit, Harvey Freed, it was anywhere from 20 to 40% appreciation. Now you've had a lot of clients buying the city of Detroit. They certainly had one of our clients on yesterday in the segment that they did with us. And they talk about the appreciation. And they asked, it's really a double edged sword. Homes appreciate, but that increases taxes, Harvey. I would rather have that's the first time homes appreciated
3: greatly in over 10 years in the city of Detroit. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's huge. Uh, you know, 20 and 30% here in the city. The city was hit one of the hardest. Our region has been hit one of the hardest. So there's definitely been some room there where. If a city like Detroit, one of the best comeback stories over the last decade, if it continues in that path, well, you will see, and again, lack of inventory, maybe some new projects. But the infill builders, the people that have bought some homes that really needed some love, there's been a lot of flippers too in the city. They have put their money uh, where where it works, you know, and making these houses in the communities with the help a little bit of some other people in the city. There's been some speculation of whether or not the Detroit, the insiders in the Detroit Land development are helping um, get some of the older homes knocked down and such. But again, the story yesterday here in the Detroit media was homes appreciating in Detroit in our region twenty to thirty percent. It's huge. We still will see that because of the lack of inventory. Twenty twenty two is a little interesting though because it's starting off a little bit on the slower side uh, due to the weather here. But we're going to see a real a real huge spring coming up.
0: Yeah, Becky, we talked about specific neighbors in Detroit. Everybody knows. Uh, Indian Village, everybody knows Boston Edison, everybody knows Palmer Woods. Um, We were talking about the University District, Bagley, Fitzgerald, Southwest Detroit. Um, You know, we do a lot of loans in the city of Detroit. And the question they asked me directly is, is it a good time to buy a home? What do you think I said, Becky?
1: Um, The answer would be Circle Gets a swear, It would be yes, I would say (laughs) that you said it's a good time. Um, I feel like a lot of people that got out of the game because they're waiting for the market to settle. I feel like they're, you know, kind of kicking themselves in the butt a little bit because the market never settled and it's continued to ramp up and you're seeing the home prices increase. So now they're stepping into the market. If they did take a timeout, um, are now, just like we talked about home prices are higher. So, um, if you are looking to purchase now is always the time we're still in a great sweet spot with these rates, which I know we're going to get into probably later, um, here shortly in the podcast. But if you are in the market now is always the time. Time is of the essence because you can only control what you can control, which is yourself. And right now, cause time is not going to wait for you.
0: Yeah, that's such a great topic, Becky. And Lisa, prices right now and selection of homes of what's on the market are changing the way some home shoppers are really planning on buying a home, okay? They might be, uh, you know, some that were in the market, let's face it, some, as Becky said, maybe some sat on the sidelines. My feeling is if you sit on the sidelines too long and you don't continue looking you might miss out when a property comes on the market. First of all, we talked about a pre-approval letter. The guy asked me, one of the first things you have to do is get pre-approved. You don't want to go in somebody's car, or somebody's house without, without driving the neighborhood and without being pre-approved, right? Yeah, I mean,
2: that's, yeah, that's crucial. I mean, I can't even tell you how many times people call me but like, I found this house. I really like it. I want to go see it. The agent said, I need a pre-approval letter. And they're like, can I go see it this afternoon? And I was like, sure. How long will it take you to get me some of your documents? And they're like, uh, what do you need? You know, but at this point, time's clicking. They're trying to pull everything together. They want to see it in two hours, but they haven't sent anything to anybody. You know, and it's so important to take the first step. Have everybody review, uh, review your documentation, get your credit pulled, make sure that you're in the best position you can be to buy a home. Um, You know, agents do that to protect not only the sellers, but everybody's time, you know, they don't want you traipsing into some stranger's house and finding out that you can't afford it. Um, And then you get your hopes up because you really fall in love with the home and find out that you can't have it either. So, you know, it's, it's for multiple benefits that they do that, but it's, it's imperative that people take advantage of all the free pre-approval and all the free advice that we give everybody, um, you know, so they can make sure that they can close.
0: Yeah, Becky, um, last week we had Matt Bush on, Lisa's guest. This week we're having Chris Dayton on. And and I'm betting that when Chris comes on, Chris will say the same thing. There's no sense in waiting if you find something, but there's also no guarantee that you're going to get it because there's still multiple offers going on, Beck.
1: Yeah, I mean – to Lisa's point, if it's important to you, you're going to find the time to get your financials in order to get us in a position to put you in the position of strength. Everyone that is walking and looking at these houses in three degree weather, you know, they are just as serious as you are. So it's so important to put yourself in the best position possible to make sure that you are in that, you know, in the ready to go and pull the trigger as soon as you like that house. But you're right. You could have someone come in, sweep the rug room under your feet, and pay, i'm going to say 75,000 over asking you can't compete with that most people cannot compete with that so you can't let that deter you from your goals because One's going to land eventually. I mean, you drop enough three throws, one's going to—they're going to start dropping in your favor. And you know, and we're here to put you in that position. But getting your financials in order because we take the calls, and we're going to be the ones that are saying, "Hey, yes, we spoke. Um, we, they're fully vetted. We have all the information that we need. We, it's going to be a smooth transaction because we're going to take the calls even at nine o'clock at night. I just took one last night at ten, to be honest with you. Um, we don't stop working, and we're working for our clients, and, and that's why we don't sleep.
0: Yeah, that's a great point, Becky and Lisa. We talked about on the show last week, one of the greatest joys in our job, Becky, Lisa, Harvey, um, is when we work with first-time homebuyers. When we work with first-time homebuyers, it's, it's really cool. We help them through the process. We go to the closing table. They're very, very excited because they've seen themselves in that home. They've pictured themselves moving in, and then it comes down to the closing, moving days right around the corner. I'm going to give you some good news, Lisa. First-time homebuyers have increased 5% in the Midwest. So what does that tell you? Where we live, Lisa Lawson, the thing that we do that gives us the most pride is it's rising. The percentages of first-time homebuyers where we live and work and do business, it's rising. First-time homebuyers, talk about that a little bit.
2: Yeah, everybody knows they're my favorite. Actually, first-time home buyers invest. They're my two favorite types of loans to do. Everybody knows it. Um, you know, especially when the first-time home buyer comes in and says, "I didn't think I could get a home. I thought I was going to have to wait. I thought I I need twenty percent down." They have all these misnomers and all this misinformation, and and to be able to take somebody's dream of homeownership and make it a reality and realize it's that something that's within their grasp, I don't think anything is more gratifying than that. At least for me personally. But you know, I- this is the time. Rates are still great. They're still low. Yes, they've inched up in a tiny bit here, but they're still a phenomenal low rate, which means you still get a lot of buying power. There's a lot of programs out there for first time home buyers, whether you need down payment assistance or not. You can get in for as little as 3% down conventionally, three and a half with the FHA loan, USDA and VA, you don't even need a true down payment. So give us a call and we'll explain everything to you. We'll make sure you're getting the program that makes the most sense for you with your situation.
0: Yeah, Becky, last week on this show, on this show, I proclaimed that we will not see interest rates as low as they were in 2020 and 2021. I want to get into that in our next segment, but I made a statement here a week ago. Rates are not going to go back down, but it doesn't mean that rates aren't still very, very low. Also, Mortgage Bankers Association, Becky Alley, says new home sales are trending to higher price properties. Common sense tells me if property values are increasing and prices are higher, panel, Becky, Lisa, help me out here. Isn't that common sense? If prices are up, doesn't it say the trend is going to be in higher price properties? I mean, what are they trying to say here?
1: I don't know. I mean, it's pretty natural. I mean, like a $180,000 home is not going to be... A- you know, a 220 home. Okay. That's, you know, that's kind of where we're going with it. So yes, naturally everyone's price point is going to increase. And, you know, that goes to that point of these first time home buyers that are entering the market, if they were renting their rent has went up exponentially, right? So now they're seeing that, it no longer makes sense to rent because now they need to actually get a piece of their own pie and put that money in their pocket because they could actually still secure a rate low enough where their payment's going to be less than if they're renting paying someone else's mortgage which again goes to what we talked about in the beginning the time is always now to secure your future you are in control so if home ownership is your goal in 2022 let's rock it out and make it happen because you're absolutely right. The price points are going to increase, which means higher price points of the homes are also going to increase. But, and with the rates, yes, we are not, we, we were very spoiled. Um, the rates were the lowest we've ever seen in the histories of ever. And I feel like we've been, we've seen that for quite some time. So, you know, it was due for a market correction, but even if the rates are in the fours, they are still historically low. When I got in the game, I think it was like, six and a quarter, probably higher than that. And you you could do a second for like 15% and all that other stuff. I mean, so if you can secure a rate at 3.875, 3.5, 3.49 on a 30 year fix, those are still phenomenally low rates because in 2018, um, I actually purchased a home and it was 3.875. I think maybe even higher than that, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah. Uh, And and you're right, Becky. Uh, We were lucky the last couple of years on that. The average loan Lisa across the country was $423,000 in 2020, and then it went up to a record, I'm sorry, $423,221, up from a record in 2020 of $414,000. Here in Michigan, we get a lot of bang for our buck. The average mortgage amount, if you think about it, it's going to sound high, but it isn't comparatively speaking. When I give you some rent numbers was $247,000 for a mortgage. Now watch this, Lisa. Somebody's paying $1,000 a month or $1,500 a month, okay? If they got a mortgage between $200,000 and $250,000, their payment is going to fall in the same that they're paying rent between $1,000 and $1,500, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, obviously it depends on how much money they're putting down and their credit, but it's going to be in that ballpark. And then they're acquiring equity. You know, they're going to have equity to tap into into the future if, God forbid, something happened and they need it. You know, it's about, you know, creating, um, what does Harvey say all the time? Creating future familiar wealth, you know, for the families. And so, you know, it's so much more important to get everything reviewed now, whether you are on the fence or you think you want to buy a home, you know, this is the time to make the call and let us know what you're thinking. And sometimes our answers are, you got to wait a year. You're, you're not quite there yet, you know, and that's okay. But then you at least know, and we can give you a game plan to get you ready you know, in the year or whatever, you know, that outline ends up being, but make the call, you know, the rates aren't going as Harry always says, the rates aren't going to zero, you know? So if you're not going to do it now, when are you going to do it?
0: Right, Becky. So my point would be this. If somebody bought a house in 2019 or even in the beginning of 2020 and they were paying a thousand to $1,500 a month rent then, Okay, and now they're in a house for a year and a half, two years. Their home is appreciated and they're making about the same payment as they paid. They they were paying rent. So people, they hit the jackpot.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's to that point, too. Like, let's just say if they did nothing at all, their payment would be less now owning a home. Then it would be if they continue to rent because rent has went up hundreds of dollars, right? So while their home is appreciating by tens of thousands of dollars, their rent would have went up by at least $500. I mean, I spoke to someone that rent got changed from 1000 to almost 1600 because the landlord realized they were undercharging based off what the market was doing. And everyone is doing that. Rents are going up. So if you bought your house in 2019, you put 5% down, guess what? You have enough equity to now get rid of the mortgage insurance should you have that. If you have a FHA loan, you can now convert to a conventional loan. Everyone's situation is different. Whatever vehicle you needed to get into that home at that time, it might be a good time to also like look and reassess it. And can you be in a better position because the rates are better and homes are, have been continuing to appreciate, right? So if a gallon of milk is going up in price, we've been fortunate enough to talk about, you know, have your home also go up in appreciation.
0: Yeah, that's a great analogy. Everything right now, Becky and Lisa, is going up in price and home values are certainly going up because of supply and demand, lack of the supply, huge demand. I'm going to take it down a notch. I know we get passionate about things, but I really got to talk about mortgage interest rates right now. I'm going to slow it down. Got to be more calm about this. Mortgage interest rates, a very, very sensitive topic. How high will they go in 2022? The Federal Reserve is projecting Three to four rate increases in 2022. They say it's to curb inflation. I don't believe that's true. I believe, I don't believe it's true, but that's a different show for a different time. Freddie Mac predicts 30 year fixed rates on average will be between 3.6 and 4%. Panel, they're already there right now on January 26th on the high end of that four percent spectrum they're at four percent three nine nine if you want to pay points you could get it down to 3.6 3.5 that's the straight story all right really calm about it that's the truth anytime you see it on the internet don't believe what's on the internet please don't my feeling panel is i say and and i certainly don't have a crystal ball i don't i mean I thought Michigan state was going to win last night and they didn't. So um, bottom line is this, I believe rates are going to go higher than what Freddie Mac's predicting him on the average of up to three nine nine. What do you guys think, Lisa?
2: Yeah. I mean, like you said, we're already there and it's only January 20 and yeah, 26. So we've got a whole year to go of anticipated increase. So I absolutely believe they're still going to go up, you know, we don't have a crystal ball. And like I tell people all the time, it's not a single, you know, straight line. It's on an in plane. It's a jagged line that goes up and down. So there'll be days where they're a little less and days with a little more, but the overall trend is increasing. So, you know, I, I think that we're going to be definitely square in the fours by the end of the year, maybe even the high fours. truthfully, if we continue on this, you know, and you were talking about these um, hikes, you know, that they're trying to use to curb inflation. Well, normally when things cost more, doesn't necessarily mean inflation goes down. There's a lot of um, experts out there that feel the opposite's going to happen. So, you know, we have to be diligent and that's why time is of the essence. If it's ever been on your radar, do it now because the rates are going to continue to increase and you might as well get the lowest rate that you possibly can and get that locked in, whether you're purchasing or refinancing. So,
0: yeah, Becky, before I go to my next question for you is, and we're going to do a whole show on this, I promise maybe to bore everybody and get really financial geeky on everybody, but but, you know, they talk about inflation. The car companies are making record profits. There are companies produce. There's everybody that in the whole supply chain, because of the lack of supply and the high demand, their prices are up. Why is a company going to lower their prices when they have huge profit margins? But that's that's a different topic for a different day. Becky, I'm thinking this. So what, so what rates are in the fours? I don't care the rates are in the fours. In the fours, that's still a really, really strong, low interest rate, okay? We were spoiled. My feeling is that if you could get a rate all year long in the fours, okay? I think you're doing very, very well because somebody's gonna buy a house, they're gonna lock in their rate and they're gonna get the house that they wanted. I think that's a very powerful combination. And I think anytime you can get an interest rate in the fours, I think it's really strong, historically speaking. What do you think?
1: Um, It's all about perspective. Right, and you got it. It's all about how you look at it. Right, rates have went up over a half, almost over a half percent since the first of the year. I mean, that's the reality. And where you're talking about it, we're already there. Where they're talking about the max of things, right? So, if we end up in you know four and a quarter by the end of the year, well, we're going to be prepared for that, and we're seeking out our clients and making sure that they're in the best position. I also remember a point when the rates dropped in the fours, and we were excited about it because the rates were pushing in the fives and, and things like that. And so we've been kind of trending down. So yes, historically speaking, if we did end up at four and a quarter by the end of 2022, it still is going to put a lot of families in better positions. I get calls all the time where rates, they're, you know, they refinance several years ago, and the rate is pushing 5%, 6% still, because you, know, you get busy, it's something you don't think about, about and it's it's time for them to make a move now because it's it's in their real house right now and it makes sense now, or maybe there was a, a bankruptcy I and mean, whatever anyone's situation is. If it makes sense, you start the phone calls now and we get you in that position to do so. And you know, if you're at 4.8 and we can get you wherever it's gonna end up at, now is the time because we haven't seen where I I'm hoping that we're gonna stay we're here for quite some time, at least into the third quarter. Um, but again we just have to prepare for the worst, right? Which is even the worst is still not even the worst, right? So if we are having the conversation, it's all about preparing you, setting you up for success and, you know, let's save you some money.
0: Yeah. I just wanted to throw it out there because it's really a serious talk that people need to know the truth. And the truth is, is that this is what could happen. And this is, this is what we're saying we want everybody to be prepared for it this is not doom and gloom this is actually good news if you know it going in nobody could pull the wool over your eyes when they tell you something different also lisa i want to give you the last word becky i'm going to go to you and you can introduce chris dayton for the show on uh, on saturday morning but lisa last words for today
2: yeah i mean i would just say and we say it all the time give us a call you know let us help you you know our answers might not Be what you want to hear all the time. And maybe you're already in the best position you can be, but wouldn't that be reassuring? You know, you might call and say, Here's my situation. And I'll be like, It's perfect. Don't change a thing. But it's worth the phone call.
0: Excellent. Uh, Becky, tell us about Chris Dayton.
1: Listen, um, Chris is no stranger to the show. Um, He's also a friend of mine, but he is so well versed. Um, He's a great guy and he's an even better real estate agent. Um, He just announced a merger. With um, you know, so now he's combined, so it's Mitten Made Properties, EXP Realty. So he had a great merger. He announced it on the radio show at the end of the year uh, for 2021. So I thought it would just be fitting for him to kind of kick us off. at the end of january um to kind of just talk about his new venture and just hit us up on the market what's really going on he's all about economics too so um i always appreciate his insight and everything he has to say so tune in this saturday from 9 to 10 on 97.1 uh myself harry chris uh harvey we're going to be in the studio and i'm excited to be back
0: yeah it's great it's going to be great to have you and chris in studio looking forward to it want to thank Got a couple of shout outs to the end the show here. Want to thank Channel 7 yesterday for having us on. We really appreciate it, given the real scoop what's going on in mortgages, real estate around metropolitan Detroit. Thank you, everybody, at Channel 7 for having us on. Thank you, Becky. Glad you're back. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks, Darby, for coming on for a, a little short period of time. And always thank you to Roberto Beauchene. He is our producer and director. And uh, he puts this on for us every week. And he also directs our Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show. So for Wednesday, January 26th, for Becky, for Lisa, for Harvey, for Roberto in the booth, Harry Glantz for the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business uh, Podcast. Voices going out. Appreciate you guys. Talk to you soon.